Hey, Matt. Hey, Peter. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm feeling great. Yeah? Why is that? <laughs> I, I'm just having fun shifting gears into marketing more, um, showing off the product. Looks like people are starting to get it. Yeah, I think people are starting to get it. And I'm starting to get DMs even from people who are kind of quietly following and, you know, have ideas. And it's, it's yeah, it's getting pretty exciting. Um, we have some performance things to work on, but I'm really happy with the tool. Um, Patrick Campbell from ProfitWell, he... Mm -hmm he's going through the same uh, emotion as I was last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he even used the same word. <laughs> he, he just tweeted, this is kind of insane. I thought visual element was not as useful originally. <laughs> it's a more <laughs> eloquent way of saying what I said last week in the podcast. Yeah, yeah. An even more succinct description of Matt's mental state. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 it's more useful than he thought it would be. Yeah, I think seeing your logic laid out uh, on a whiteboard, it's really, I think it satisfies some really deep um, need that I think people don't articulate very often, but it's definitely there. And, and you're calling them logic boards now? Calling it a logic board. You know, it, we had to come up with a new name for it because it's not, you know, it's not a whiteboard and it's not a spreadsheet. And we're like, okay. And so we thought for a very long time about what to call these. And I think it was important. I didn't want to call it a summit because I think that in, in theory, people could create their own versions of software like this in the future. And it's, I, I really think it, it's potentially a whole category, not just where we just happen to be the first one. So we're calling it a logic board. And uh, yeah, I kind of kind of inspired by some recent conversations about you know what's new and what's the what's the reference. And a lot of people have really enjoyed the whiteboard reference to this. Like it clicks, I think, um, when I describe it that way. I think there's a good chance that people are going to just call them boards. That's like fine. Call them sheets and. Yeah, that's right. And in, in the UI, we call them, you know, plus sign new board. If you want to create a board, just okay. new board. Kind of the long form is logic board. If somebody said spreadsheet or, you know, yeah, uh, Kanban board or whatever, ours is a logic board. But I think, um, yeah, that's that's where we're at. And I'm increasingly convinced people will find this to be worth $12 a month. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, for sure. I, uh, I'm I am I'm sold on that idea. Sweet. I see yeah, well, I envision myself as a paying customer of this. That's exciting. That's exciting. And I should say the the there will be a free tier, but you'll only get one board. So really you're saying I'd probably like to have more than one. And I think we found that's the case. Like one is feature complete, right? So you can build whatever it takes to get convinced that it works like you can build that yeah. it's just that you're probably going to want to create another one I, I i have two spreadsheets that i look at all the time and one is for for the company and one is for my personal finance so i would want to yeah we're, we're thinking that might happen 
a fair amount is because we're not restricting the use cases to business or personal. I I think that a fair number of entrepreneurs will create one for their business and then realize they kind of would like to have the same tools for their personal or maybe vice versa. I think so. Yeah, that's, it's pretty obvious. So you, you, oh, you could get people use it for their personal stuff for the, on the free plan and. Mm-hmm. and yeah, that's right. The business stuff. They could upgrade for the business. stuff. I think another behavior is, you know, you kind of create models fit for purpose. Like I'm going to create this one to think about retention and I'm going to create this one to think about customer acquisition. And we want to get to the point where you can link those. But mm. I do think that like, maybe lots of smaller models because they're so easy to build having a bunch of smaller models that just focus on one part of your business can be a little bit better than one big one that's maybe bigger slower but you know maybe everything on one screen yeah so we'll see um nice feeling, yeah i'm feeling pretty good about it. and then i should say it's 12 dollars per month per user so you know, certain companies, it'll just be one person, but we're starting to cross into another reason I'm excited is last week I had a conversation with somebody about using this for sales purposes because, um, so I was talking to arrows, which is a customer onboarding tool and they improve your customer onboarding by giving you software to manage onboarding as a project, but not just internally, like, um, some tools might be just an internal way or spreadsheet, but externally as well with your customer. So the, a lot of the sales pitch for them, especially as they go up market, is we're going to shorten the amount of time it takes to onboard a customer. And I realized that, you know, somebody that's in sales like them could actually use Summit to model their prospects business and then shorten different steps of their own you know of their customers funnel and say look at the difference it would be if you ha- were able to shorten the time to convert or shorten the onboarding project or whatever like it's an roi development yeah. kit in that sense that's interesting i, I like that use case it's just it, i mean it comes back to the you call it a whiteboard but i also think of it as like a scratch pad it's like let, let me draw this for you. I'm like, mm-hmm. just in here and show you. Right. It's- yeah. And it, exactly. Like we want to be so liberal and sort of how we accept input where just double clicking on a board, you don't even have to think about, should I put this into B column, you know, column B, column C, column D. It's like, you don't have to think about any of that. You just sort of putting it on the board. So it's a little bit more uh, free, like a little bit less, you know, cognitive overhead to, to use. And, um, but I went back to what I would, that train of thought, like that was the first use case where we envisioned individual employees at a company using it regularly because before it, up until then it had been really managers and senior management, founders, et cetera. But in a sales setting, it's almost like a proposal builder or PowerPoint. You know, like every salesperson wants a copy of Keynote or PowerPoint, right? Right. So that's a much bigger market then in that sense. That is very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm so excited. So we're getting closer. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> we uh, we got to make it a short podcast this week. 
but that's uh, right. Let's try to do our updates, anyways. Cool, cool. Um, so, like, you're sort of started already. Yeah, I'm probably like, let's call that half. Um, <laughs> the the other half would be on the let's call it the manager side, just driving towards a June fifteenth date. Ooh, a date. Yeah, June fifteenth is the date that I put out there for the team. Um, that gives us three ish weeks here left. Um, wow. And I feel part of me thinks that's generous because I think the core product, as you can see, like I'm already using it on the fly without a lot of editing. Um, once performance improves and we, you know, we sand down some edges, really, the, you know, it's funny. The biggest missing thing is going to be like the account management stuff and the Stripe billing stuff. Like that's going to be the last pieces, yeah. <laughs> which is really important. Um, yep. I mean, it is. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, so I think we can finish with a product that we love and use. I think we can definitely finish that by then. It's possible that we get a June 15th and we don't have this billing piece put in. But um, I just think it's good to have a date in mind. Just give away the first month for free or something like that. Yeah, yeah. There's a thousand and one ways to do this, right? It's like, here's your coupon. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so that's exciting. Um, and we're also going to start emailing the early access list. A little bit more information, some teaser videos. Some of the stuff I've been tweeting, we're going to share there as well, just so people who maybe aren't on Twitter or aren't following along there will definitely get the same excitement or teaser trailers. Um, and then just engage our you know, engage our users and audience again and, and see if we can do a little bit more survey-based uh, development and understanding uh, understanding of what they are looking for exactly um really so yeah surveys you know those (laughs) things um i should say the goal of that is to just be deliberate about who we invite in first and you know i'd say we've got easily five ten people in mind that i can just shoot a personalized email to but then it's sort of like the second and third and fourth waves of people you don't want to email somebody and say hey you know you're one of the first ones and have them try to use it for something it's not designed for yet. You know all about this. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So I, th- I think we're going to try some of that development, uh, customer development over the next three weeks. That's uh, exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I feel really like uh, not that long ago you were talking about June and it felt like it was the you know, the future, it's like future, futuristic thinking about June. It's like, yeah. but now it's almost June. Man, it is. Um, that means that we're going to have, you know, bef- before the holidays, thinking longer term even, we'll have a good, what, four, four or five months in market, really going full speed, hopefully, before the holidays hit. And I can imagine things maybe slowing down or something, but, um, right. Four or five months in market, you know, eight or 10 weeks of growth would be pretty awesome to see, you know, before then that's what we're hoping for. So we'll see. Nice. Yeah. So that's, that's the manager side. Um, the maker side, uh, I guess I talked about a little, I was making some marketing stuff, but I will say I did, spend a decent amount of time working on the language the last 
seven days, mainly refactoring the parser to some extent. Um, good, good progress there. Um, I think it'll be less error prone. And then I, I added a new, a new type of event to the language called a stack. S-T-A-C-K. I saw that in your, in your video today. And that, that's what we, was, we were referring to in the beginning of this podcast. Yeah. Was the video that you just put out where you basically modeled um, a SaaS business MR or SaaS businesses MRR. Mm-hmm. And, and you yeah. use a stack function in that video. Yeah. Yeah. I use a stack function. And what it does is it basically says that every object in Summit receives a number and outputs a number. It's a really simple contract, um, kind of like a cell in a spreadsheet. And so what a stack th- does, though, is you're basically saying when you get a number, add it to a list internally. And then when you output, you know, output the sum of all the entries on the list. But then you can also give it a growth rate, which is a list. And, and so it's this multidimensional thing. And it's fun because modeling that in Summit is just so... It's, it's just like one line and you get yeah. all this all this power of like it's a cohort you know that behaves like a cohort should in a really concise way so i will say like for listeners of podcast it's been a long journey one thing that i was worried about was that you know cohort based modeling was in the last version of summit and i was pretty sure i wasn't going to be figure out how to resurrect it or bring it back into this new version for a while um and then like i was driving around or walking the something <laughs> and suddenly it just came to me of like i think i know how i could model this in the new in the new tool and i tried it and it like worked so that was really that was really really exciting because it's obviously a very powerful feature um so, so yeah. just to explain because it took me a while to grok this as well but mm-hmm. what you're saying is if you stack up all the mrr that you collect every month for example mm-hmm. and you have a different retention rate for each month so your churn is different basically depending on how how long people have been in the stack basically yeah right yes. so you can just give it a list of those different growth you call them growth rates but it i mean growth retention rate, rates. Rate, yeah, negative yeah. Or mm-hmm. growth rate yeah yeah so you just add that list as a parameter or an argument to the stack mm-hmm. function and then every time it goes through an iteration or a month in this case, it'll take the next one from the list and use that as the growth rate. That's right. That's right. It's and it will really cool when you see it. Thank it's you. so simple. It's because <laughs> it's built for this specific use case, right? It's yeah. Like you didn't have to, it's just a structure, which is awesome. Yep. It's a function that's just designed for this exact reason. And, <clears throat> you know, two, two arguments, um, it's all you need but it you know you have to know so and i'm actually excited because there's there's a lot of ways you can reuse that function not even in this setting it's like it's basically just any kind of longevity based or or you know something that has a survival rate this would come in handy um i could think of a lot of different things like you have something you do three times a week but in december you do it four times like it's just yes there's so many yeah. ways you could use this. Yeah. Yeah. You're basically programming, right? At that point. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay, cool. And that's, I think that's what differentiates definitely from a whiteboard, but even from a spreadsheet where you maybe feel a little bit more restricted by 
what goes in the cell, being able to put in a function that that's that powerful and kind of concise, you know, and reusable. I, I'm, I'm excited. Like I think people that learn cell <laughs> SEL are going to have superpowers when it comes to just modeling things quickly, you know? Um, yeah. And hopefully, hopefully without a big learning curve. So yeah. Um, awesome. That's what's up with me. How are you? I'm good. I'm, uh, I, I have my, uh, regular rand about not sleeping and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we've entered, um, teething, the mm. teething phase, I guess. Yeah. So we're in tooth number two and, uh, I don't know. There's like 20 <laughs> left or something. I don't know how many teeth they have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like up all night, literally. And it's oh man, awful. <laughs> it's just so bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. There's new reasons to be up all night with your kid at every age that they are. So, you know. Per, yeah. It's just lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Before you know it, it'll be like kids at school you know, then it'll be, you know, trying out for the team and being worried about your first day. And then it'll be, you know, there's like, then it'll be like college essay app. It, there's, I think that's, I don't know. You don't real. I didn't realize that when I was first, it was like, Oh, once they're not a baby anymore. It's like, no, this yeah. is a lifelong commitment. <laughs> oh, you still, I, I don't think you'll wake up when you send them to boarding school. Oh yeah, sure. Eventually, <laughs> eventually, eventually. Yeah, exactly. So sorry. It's only an 18 year commitment. Or boarding you, school? You, yeah, I know. You go to boarding school before eighteen. <laughs> okay, whatever. You have the money. <laughs> As, I won't say that's your life plan, but it's been documented now. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's one of my main struggles right now is like trying to make life work with this baby stuff, and um, we have this sort of insane thing that we're gonna try this week. We tried it a little bit last week, where basically I get up really early in the morning, like five or something like that and then because i usually take him in the mornings but then my wife will take him all morning and then i'll so i'll basically get to work like five or six hours from 5 a.m in the morning and then we'll mm. switch <laughs> I'll pass, she'll pass the torch and um yeah. and then because i i already ha i al always have like some more kind of like busy work or meeting stuff like the chatting to people and stuff that's always in the in the evening like right now it's almost 9 p.m so okay. and i have a meeting after this as well so like my my because everyone i work with is in the u.s normally yeah. or yep. customers and stuff like that so focused work in the morning and then take the the afternoon the middle of the day off spend some time with my son and then you know i get on the emails and the calls and stuff in the evening that's sort of like it's a little insane, but at the same time, it's nice to have the flexibility. You can just like you don't have to be anywhere from nine to five. You can just sort of do whatever works in that. Yeah, with whatever stuff is going on with his teeth or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You find you find what works for you, man. Um, yeah. So is that is that working? Uh, sorry, I was going to say, is that working a little bit better than how you felt maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago, or? uh i think honestly how i feel in general is more has more to do with like how i feel like stuff is going with the business okay like okay. everything is just yeah. more manageable or less manageable <laughs> defending that okay that makes sense so yeah. how how do you feel about the business 
still next <laughs> we <laughs> one exciting thing that happened is we got a new customer on friday which is um you know so far like the only people i've kind of signed up are are mostly are people that i know so when someone i know signs up for the early access list i'll talk to them because it would be weird not to when you know them mm-hmm. and the the other thing or the other type is someone who their use case sounded exciting enough that i wanted to talk to them and then we found out that the tool was actually ready for them to use mm-hmm. one of these cases um was um became a customer on friday and it's a football team or soccer team for the our northern american yeah. listenership cool. yeah and i'm not gonna say who they are all i'm gonna say is uh it's kind of like my home team that's great uh that i kind of like <laughs> been cheering for all my life because everyone in school and stuff like this team that's and great they won the danish championship today for the first time in 16 years so danish Woo-hoo! listeners will know who it is <laughs> i'm sure that's and so when cool they, when the, and because they won the team that bjorn likes didn't win so uh, it's mixed feelings <laughs> right well, the, yeah <laughs> mixed feelings at reform headquarters <laughs> yeah yeah so we're taking the day off tomorrow for two different reasons no it's fine <laughs> but awesome. um yeah that was just like for a few different reasons it was just really exciting um it's exciting because you know them it's like ev- like f- going forward every time someone in my family or my friends asks what i'm doing like we're building this tool and like oh cool who are your customers i can just mention something um, that everyone yep. knows in yep. this country right <laughs> that's so that's nice the other thing is when when they signed up like it became clear to me how horizontal this tool is oh yeah like if like all my SaaS friends startup friends can use it but like my football team can use it like my yeah. whatever mom's friend who has a small yep. business about something like everyone can use it if like it's just so horizontal it's and gigantic i it's a it's a different challenge for sure to build a horizontal tool but it's also so exciting like it's it really is all, like all the different alleys you can explore and yeah it's like yeah. we don't need to worry about like in a sense, you don't need to worry super much about finding product market fit right away. Like if you're going after a specific niche and you realize quickly that you don't have, like you're very far from having product market fit with your product with this niche, it's like, okay, you kind of, you have a pretty big problem, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're building a tool that's very horizontal and we're, it's, it's stuff that people already use to some extent. So like we should be able to carve out a piece of this market one way or the other and yeah. if one segment doesn't jive with our product like we can very quickly just look at the list of signups and look at 300 different industries that are using it for different things and mm-hmm. di- dive into like different use cases that are interesting and yeah that's something that makes me very excited yeah i mean you've got a lot of growth ahead of you just from expanding revenue within that's horizontal space like niching down to generate revenue because you're charging more etc is one way but i think on the horizontal front you know just letting thousands of folks sign up and then expand 
based yeah. on their use. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. And visiting visiting customers when your horizontal product is a blast because there's some dude or person somewhere within the company who's like a huge, sort of like a fan of yours. I'm like, I love your tool. You made this. I yeah. love this so and like then they give you like the VIP treatment and they just walk you, they kind of give you their access card. And that that happened a lot for me at Storm Pulse. And so it was it was always so much fun to to see that list. Yeah. Um, I cool, guess man. to some extent, like WordPress is so horizontal. So actually I had a similar experience with WP Pusher. Like it was more rare, but mm. like when I looked out my window in Glasgow, like across the Clyde River, I could see the offices of one of our customers that I've never, I've never talked to them or anything. Like they just signed up one day. Like I just yep. got an email notification. I looked them up on Google Maps and they were like, I could literally see them from my window. At this, <laughs> yeah. Like hotels I've stayed at are using it or like just, it's just so fun when that happens. And it, it connects, like it just adds another layer of, of connection, I think. And for your family as well, like when you tell them it's, it becomes more real to everyone way more practical yeah yep yeah my my dad was like hey we need to find your own scar your old scarf so you can wear that next meeting yeah man <laughs> and um <laughs> we um yeah he, he was like so how much are they paying you <laughs> they're paying a lot of money i hope yeah and oh, it's that's... like yeah they're, they're paying the same as everyone else because that's kind of like how Did this you... works like but now yeah. they're in our system and like one day when we need to make more money and when they need to have more advanced stuff it's like it's going to be different it's going to be probably easier to sell a bigger solution to them when they're already using the product and they have used it for a year and they're happy with it but they ha need more stuff right so yep. yeah there's a lot of things like that that i'm excited about right now it's like it's just good yeah. to see like the mm -hmm. numbers are still teeny tiny. We had our first churn as well. I think he's a listener mm -hmm. of this podcast. Hey. Shame on you. So. <laughs> Could have asked for a coupon instead or something. <laughs> pause maybe. Yeah, I could have paused no, cool. I think it yeah. was a good um, case of like where we probably needed a free plan just so you had something to downgrade to. Mm -hmm. um, if you didn't have a lot of uh, use for a form right now so yeah mm -hmm. it's completely fine the yeah the, you know. actually that brings up a, a funny point um i learned today that you can actually have retention curves that are smile smile shaped so you know you lose people in a cohort and then they come back and so like yeah. ever notice an example of this and other tools where you'll actually lose people they'll like you just said downgrade to the free plan but then like one day they'll upgrade again. They're still a member technically of that cohort from October of 2020. Right. But they reactivate and so you regain them. So then suddenly it's like, oh, we're going back up again, which is yeah. Yeah. Powerful. In a sense that that's that might be a sign that you're you're extracting the value a little bit too soon. So you're mm -hmm. adding some extra friction there. Um mm -hmm. But I mean, if they're coming back, it's good. I mean, you had their CC and record and stuff like that. So it'll be easy yeah. for them, hopefully, to mm -hmm. to upgrade again. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that's going on is just we're trying to wrap up everything before we can start to launch, basically invite people from the email list. And I still, it's still like clear to me how I'm going to do it. I I have some goals. I think they might be a little ambitious, so maybe too ambitious, but I have some goals for like how many people I want as customers from the from the list. 
Mm. I don't think they're um, completely unreasonable, but maybe a little aggressive. Um, and I just, I'm not sure how I want to do it yet, but I, uh, I want to strategize with you and Derek on a mastermind call tomorrow because I think it might be worth spending a day or two extra just getting everything real nice before you start to invite people in and have make sure you have the right stuff that they might need, like from mm. an information or yeah. selling uh, point of view. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I don't have much to say about it except that I on a, we have a big notion board with all the stuff that we needed to get done before launching and there's five unresolved issues left and um counting down there were a lot of issues <laughs> just yeah. a few days ago <laughs> that so, we have that list it's not five so good for you yeah man. yeah we <laughs> we we did a lot of little things today that felt really good because we we kind of pushed out some big things over the last few weeks, like webhooks and logics. We, we launched that as well, logic for skipping pages um, yeah. based on, on previous answers. And um, now we, d- we didn't have UIs for all those things. Like we're trying to keep our pull request really small or as small as possible. So we typically launch the feature and then we'll use it ourselves just by like, you know, adding stuff to the database or just knowing where it is, even though it's not really exposed. And then we'll add the UI as like the second pull request when we feel like the, it, it's working the way it should. So when people go to our early access form now, we try to have all the features enabled in that one. So we have some logic there, like depending on which options you pick, you oh, get I redirected see. to different pages and stuff. Like yeah, that. that's cool. Yeah. That's a that's really powerful. Um, I mean, obviously, that's that opens up... Uh, yeah oh, no, that's just we a feature that, this, yeah we had to build this little logic pro like it's based i i joke uh, my um my old uh cto at TimeKit, visti who is also my good friend he like no matter what product he builds he always ends up with this sort of logic uh capabilities so i just call it visti script <laughs> <laughs> because he nice. always ends up with like a pro his own programming languages but apparently i i hang out with people that build their own programming languages yeah, um, it's it was fun. Like we we started building this this logic where you can say like you know if answer equals this like like if you can add conditions you can have like any of these conditions and all these conditions and you can mm-hmm. nest them and then we sort of build it out in, a, in like a unit tested it and stuff like that and we're like okay let's see if it works if we just add like all these different conditions and we nest mm-hmm. them and have nested groups inside of whatever and. <laughs> It's just fun to see it work. And oh, yeah. Just layers of recursiveness and whatever. Yeah, and yeah. So we have great. something that's actually really powerful, but most of, like, it's it, the way it's going to be exposed in the UI is going to be very simple to start with. Um, but yeah. in reality, in, in theory, it's pretty powerful. Yeah, I, I think that's a pretty mature feature for a young product to have. And I can imagine the benefits, though, of designing that well so that it can be leveraged really really uh far into the future so that's cool yeah. man um I'm a, I'm a big fan of domain specific languages so right. <laughs> you never yeah. know what could what could be um yeah get people programming their own forms before you know it uh but it's it's kind of fun because yeah. you're like hey we, we have the feature to skip a page if it's 
if one answer equals something or skip a page if an answer doesn't equal something. So it's like, okay, if I click this thing, I want it to go to this page. So it needs to skip this page. Like, so you have to start thinking about like, how would I actually, and you know this from your own product, but it's like, like, it's not necessarily super clear, even though you invented the damn language, like it's not necessarily <laughs> super clear how you would build something. So you're like, hmm, now, now we build it. Let's see if we can actually solve some real use cases that people might have. Like, why, how would you actually program yeah. this, which is yes. what it is. Yeah, it's so that's fun. Right. It, it is, it is. And then you basically create your own cow paths, if you will, through your own yeah. stuff. And you're like, I should probably pave this and make it what it should have been in the first place. But I, when you, you know, when you're that abstract or being theoretical, like you, uh, you don't really know what you want to do with it. But then being the designer of the language, you're like, I can let myself do that. Like you kind of yeah. think, you kind of think for a second, like, am I ruining the purity of it somehow? Is this wrong? Is this bad? And then you're like, yes or no. And that, that starts a really good process. So again, sounds like you're getting close. Yeah. I mean, this stuff is fun. Like we had another example where we have a function that just calls, it's called get next page, which is responsible for finding the next page in the form. Mm. And then when I build this logic, it's like, it needs to take care of skipping um, as well. Mm. Right. So right. when I implement it, it's like, okay, so it needs to skip the page, but then it shouldn't just get the next page. It should actually call itself recursively again in case the next page is skipped as well. So it needs, <laughs> you know, it needs yes. to call get next page until it actually gets a page that it needs, right? It's, yeah. So I, I built it that way, but I didn't test it until like in the end. So I was like, I wonder, like this is gonna be the moment of truth if it works, if I skip two pages in a row and it did. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, will it work? Nice. Like if I just, add a, some recursiveness to this function like will it just work the way i think it will and yeah this is the fun part like this is programming i this is not just crud stuff and it's more fun yeah I that's think. great very yeah. cool cool Can't wait i uh, i have a meeting now so okay uh, good luck let's call it a uh probably our shortest podcast since episode two or something like that yeah sorry listeners thanks listeners <laughs> <laughs> Bye for yeah, now. Maybe we can jump on racket soon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Cool. Take care. Talk to you later. Bye. See ya. Bye. 